Yes, Mike is back, feeling better. Yes, much better. Much? Well, eh. that's normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're back. Um, before we hop into the episode, um, announcements. The community, the Polly Plus More community equals community. I don't know. Community equals community. It's community. Yeah, the Poly yeah. Plus Amore community <laughs> is um, it's alive and kicking. It is it is here. Um, so yeah, if you are interested, the link is in the show notes. Come meet some other people and chat and get to know us and let us know what it is that you want out of the community and or what kind of meetup um, you'd be interested in because that's kind of the next step. Yep. Yeah. So it's up and running. Mm-hmm. Come join that. Um, and then the other thing, just for now, is I am doing one on one sessions. So if you are like, you know, new to polyamory or not really sure if it's right for you, or maybe you're just struggling with like how to set boundaries or create rules or, you know, talk to your current partner about, you know, opening up a relationship. Uh, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you through it because I know I've been through it. Uh, it was difficult and I don't want it to be as difficult for you as it was for me. So yeah. 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 <laughs> Nothing to say? No. <laughs> um, okay. That's kind of it for now. Um, so let's get into the episode. I know usually we have a non-alcoholic beverage to share and drink and taste and try with all of you. But this week, it's a little bit different because we are not at home. This week, we are actually at my parents' house in Orange County hanging out with them. And so they are here. They are here with us. Um, they are the very first guests we've ever actually had on the podcast. We've never had guests before. It's always just been you and me. Um, so yeah, this is our very first episode with guests. So hi, mom. Hi, dad. Hey. How you doing? Yeah, it's exciting. Yay! Thank you guys for <laughs> joining us on this uh, adventure. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> yeah so um instead of having a non-alcoholic beverage to try we have some champagne so cheers cheers cheers, Yay. cheers. <laughs> well three of us have champagne my dad has water because he doesn't drink so yay <laughs> well that's good Mm-hmm. yummy um yeah okay so we thought that since we've been talking a lot about, on the show, we've been talking a lot about what it's like to tell friends and family, you know, that you're polyamorous and the different reactions that, you know, we've had. And so we kind of wanted to go with that because sometimes it's really hard to tell your family or they just like completely don't get it. Um, 
And that can be a struggle. And But I know telling you guys, I didn't think it was that hard. <laughs> you know, <laughs> thankfully, I thought, you know, it went pretty well. But You had no reservations? Um, or doubts or anything like that? I mean, a little bit. Yeah, I was definitely like nervous. I was nervous to tell you guys because um, I didn't know how it was going to go. But at the same time, like, I feel like you guys have always been super open-minded and like kind of like, okay, do whatever you want, Elisa, as long as it makes you happy, go for it. <laughs> so I wasn't too nervous about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, but there, there still was cause like I, you know, it's, I don't know. I didn't know what they were going to say. Yeah. Yeah. That was that. Yeah. So they're sort of like, Oh, what's, what's going to happen? Yeah. There definitely was really going to think about this. Exactly. A little bit of fear there, but not, not really. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. So, um, so let, let's take it all the way back to when I, Actually, no. Let's take it back to when you guys first met Mike. I just want to know, like... Oh, back to the beginning. Yeah, let's oh, just wow. go... Yeah, <laughs> let's go back to the beginning. Um, the very first time you guys met Mike was actually at a concert. Well, um, David's band was playing. Oh, yeah. Um, uh-huh. At Hennessy's and Dana Point. And it was Father's Day. And... Yeah, so this was the first time you guys were, were meeting Mike. And actually, it wasn't, he wasn't just meeting you guys. He was also meeting Aunt Jane, Uncle George, Aunt Marilyn, David, um, Mark, Mark, Joanna. There, yeah. yeah, like, so he. Everybody. Yeah, he was meeting basically everybody Mark's all at dogs. one time. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Hey, didn't we have dinner here beforehand? Um, I don't think so. I thought we had dinner here the night before. Did we? Yeah. Do you guys uh, remember? I thought, I thought we did the next day. I remember eating salmon outside. I remember eating salmon outside too. I think that was the first night. Oh, you do? Yeah. You think that was the first? Oh, yeah. I just remember the... No, because we would have all driven together over to... I don't know. But anyway, it was that weekend. Yeah, maybe we did have dinner here first. Because Yeah, that was my first meeting at, at that like pretty crazy bar. Yeah. I would definitely remember that as like my first time. Oh, okay. I think, yeah, I think we got in the night before. It was Friday night. Mm, okay. Or Saturday night. I can't remember. Okay, whatever. Yeah, we it's not important. Like, yeah, we, we hung out and like were able to chat and have a nice dinner. Yeah. And then on the next day. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. That's a big blur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember Tennessee's and I remember so everybody there and I... Remember over seven years ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very loud. Yeah, and was I was fun. worried, so we couldn't really visit because it was way too loud. Yeah, yeah. But just when you guys first met Mike, like I don't know, what were your thoughts? I always loved Mike. I always <laughs> thought he was oh, great. Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> I never had reservations. Yeah. No. Oh, right off the bat, he was a UCLA grad. What else could the guy say? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Add that in. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. yeah. We enjoyed Mike right from the very start. Yeah. Oh, thank you guys. <laughs> and it's not just because you're sitting here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it was always it was always really easy. You know, I thought from, you know, the very beginning. Um, okay. So, great. You guys were... Like, okay, Mike's a cool dude. 
Um, so then fast forward a year and a half later, um, that's when I cheated on Mike. So I know, and I know mom, I told you like right away. Um, and we went to, um, the zoo. We went to the San Diego zoo that weekend. Um, and so, yeah, like just what were your thoughts about like, when you when you both found out that I had cheated, you know, what did you think was going to happen with our relationship and what was what was that kind of like? Well, from a parent's perspective, when you first called and said you were coming over, mm-hmm. I knew something wasn't right because yeah. it just that was out of character for what what was going on. Yeah. So we worried the whole time waiting for you to get here what that was all about. Mm-hmm. Um and then finally you broke down and told us and my thoughts to myself were Mm -hmm. what in the hell did you do that for (laughs) (laughs) why would you do that of course I can't say all that to you because you're brokenhearted you are just yeah just so torn but yeah those I'm like well what made her yeah how why so that's that was the my first thoughts yeah and then yeah I didn't see how you guys would probably withstand that. Yeah. So I was surprised that you did. Yeah. And pleased. Surprised. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I get it. And like in the moment, of course, you're like just trying to help me through something. But in your mind, you're like, what the heck? Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, it didn't make good sense. Because I knew you loved Mike. I knew you loved yeah. him. Yeah. So why would you do nowhere. something like that? Yeah. 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 It was a total shock. Yeah. Yeah. And then just the whole scenario, you know, and then him wondering and then thinking, finding where you were and mm-hmm. just, you know, you weren't around, but just that whole craziness. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. was just like, oh my gosh, you really put him through it, girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, I don't remember that moment that well yeah my recollection is that i found out much later than she found out yeah well because you you had something going on so she and i Hmm. went to san diego had our time together Mm -hmm. let her process what the heck she did and how what was going to happen and just come to terms with it because she was a mess yeah i'm not even sure you were here no and then i think it was after the fact i told you okay yeah okay okay Okay. that makes sense because I don't remember, you know, you ever coming over and both of you ever coming over and telling us. And, and I'm sitting here mm-hmm. saying, wait, how come I don't remember this at all? <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually, I don't think you were here that weekend or I don't know, something. But or coaching we, or something. Like yeah, that. I think so. Because we were, we went to the zoo, just the two of us that weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, but but so basically your thoughts are like, yeah, you, you couldn't see how we were going to stay together. Mm-hmm. And then I sent you home to, back to Mike to figure out what you guys were going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you didn't think we would stay together. And also it just, it didn't make sense to you is what you're saying. Like Right, right, because I knew beyond a doubt that you loved Mike. Yeah. And you didn't even know why you did what you did. Yeah. 
I mean, you knew that you had that attraction for that person, but yeah, you just like, but you knew that it was from where, for where you guys were, that it wasn't the right choice yeah. and that you had hurt Mike. Yeah. Yeah. None of it made sense Yeah, to anybody, including me at the time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I remember uh, being surprised mm-hmm. and a little shocked. Mm-hmm. And thinking, well, I hope they work this out. Yeah. And I, but I, the way I remembered it was after the fact, and I, mm. and I, and I, th- thought that you were further down the track with all of this mm-hmm. by the time I heard about it. Yeah. So it wasn't quite, quite as impactful. Yeah. As it was for her, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because mom found out more like in the moment, and you found a little bit more like. After. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, I think after it happened, you came here. Yeah. And so it was, you were raw. It was fresh. Yeah. It was actually that very first weekend. So, like, as soon as it happened, it happened on a on a Wednesday night. Thursday, you know, Mike and I, that's when I was like, yeah, I, I, I cheated on you and we didn't really know what to do. And then that... That very same weekend, we actually went to um, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. We had plans to go to San Francisco that That's weekend. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Uh huh. To see some of our friends, and then, and then we came back and we had a week, and then that's when I came down that next weekend. Okay. Yeah. So it was like a week. And so a half it was like a week and a half after it actually happened. Yeah. Was okay. when I came down and we went to. Yeah, I was trying to figure out that time frame. Mm-hmm. It all gets mixed up because <clears throat> I I don't quite remember. The timeline being like that. But. It's okay. Yeah. The the timeline, <laughs> the actual timeline isn't super important, like, of, like, mm-hmm. you know, but just, yeah. yeah. So, okay, yeah. So then I went, we went back and we kind of figured things out. And then I yeah, think. over, like, several weeks. Yeah. Um, And then eventually, you know, we told you guys that like oh we're gonna have like an open relationship um and that we were gonna be polyamorous do you remember how long after cheating we decided that we decided it very soon after was it like a couple weeks two three weeks yeah i think so yeah i knew so we had decided that we wanted to have an open relationship we wanted to be able to see other people and and decided that polyamory was probably the best fit and we actually decided all of that relatively quickly mm-hmm. but then we still had to like that was kind of like the initial thought of like, well, maybe, maybe polyamory is right for us. But then we still had to kind of like let that sink in a little bit and talk about it more. And the more we talked about it, the more it kind of solidified as like, yes, this is the right choice. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, it took time for it to settle in. Exactly. We had to like make the decision and yeah, it was just... And then all the, I remember all the decisions around it too, that you had to make, you Mm -hmm. know, about, um, agreements that you had to come to. Yeah. Yeah. We came up with our main rules and Mm -hmm. trying to like hash out some of the details. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it took us some time 
to really figure out all of like the details around like, oh, okay, so then what are, what are our rules, you know, and, and, and boundaries that we set around our relationship, even though we are going to have an open relationship and that kind of thing. So that took some time. Um, and so, yeah, I don't really remember the timeline exactly, but then eventually, right, we told you guys that like, we decided to have an open relationship that we were going to stay together and have an open relationship and be polyamorous. And I think the way I remember it is then you did spend about two weeks still working it out because when mm -hmm. I was so curious and asking you about it and you'd say, we're still working on it, we're still working on it. Yeah. So that was gave me hope that you guys were serious about it and we're going to come to a good good final decision and boundaries because you yeah. you weren't just flippant about, okay, so now we're going to be polyamorous. Yeah. You yeah. were really doing the work behind it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it took us a lot of time to like, yeah, we did a lot of like talking about it before we decided that like, yeah, that we were like for sure going to be polyamorous. Yeah, we kind of just like hypothetically played it out like, oh, how would this look? Mm-hmm. It's almost like you have to like, you know, create like a, We talked through a bunch of different scenarios. Like a, a future like possible lifestyle, like how would this actually play out? Like mm -hmm. how would dating look or mm -hmm. you know, like how much time do you think we're gonna spend? Yeah. Like pursuing other people and yeah, it's really just kinda talk through all those details and like seeing where each of us stood. Mm hmm So yeah, it's not yeah, it's not a quick and easy decision. Yeah. It's something that, you know, everyone has to go through on their own. Yeah. With their significant other. Mm-hmm. And figure out. Yeah. So we didn't and see it, eye to eye on everything. No. And it shouldn't be a quick and easy decision, you know? Yeah. But, it, I mean, it seems like it, you know. There should, you should be taking the time. Yeah. I think people should take the time. But it could seem like a quick and easy solution, but. Yeah. To actually make it, like, viable and, you know, like, ripe for most people you need to spend that time mm -hmm. like really thinking about it yeah yeah and so that's what we did <laughs> um so yeah tell us about like the first time you guys heard you know when we told you I think it was just me I think I just told you guys um I don't even think Mike was here I don't, yeah, I don't think I was. I don't remember it. Yeah. I can't remember that exact conversation. Yeah. I I remember you had a book that um, you left that I could read. And mm, it took mm -hmm. me a long time to just decide I wanted to read it and understand it. And it was very good. I'm glad I did. Yeah. But I can't remember um, the exact day yeah. or the, the situation. Yeah. I, it's just a blur. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, because it's it's... It's been some time, you know, that was a few years ago at this point. So it's okay. You don't have to remember the exact conversation. But um, yeah, the book that I gave you was The Ethical Slut. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, just like what were your sort of like initial thoughts when, you know, I told you that, yeah, Mike and I are going to stay together, but we're also going to see other people. Well, it was a very different approach to life than we were used to. <laughs> so it 
sounded very foreign mm-hmm. and um, with a lot of pitfalls, potential pitfalls that I worried for you too. And what it, can you really, really pull that off? And is it the right thing or mm-hmm. why, why did now are you deciding this and mm-hmm. what exactly is it? Yeah. And what are all the boundaries that you have to figure out? And I think I asked you, I played a thousand questions. You yeah. Know, well, what about this? What about that? And how do you do this? And what about that? Yeah. Yeah. And the book was helpful to see people that were actually living that lifestyle and, and um, it was, they were happy and successful in their lives. Yeah. So that was, that was good. Yeah. Well, my initial reaction was negative. Yeah. Very negative. Uh, you know, my parents were together 60 years. So I, you know, I came from that perspective. Yeah. Um, but this is my second marriage. Mm-hmm. And my first marriage lasted seven years. And my current marriage has lasted almost 41 years now. Yeah. Tomorrow. Uh, oh, yeah. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's uh, your anniversary. That's right. Happy yeah. anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, so, you know, we are not exactly novices at this marriage business. (laughs) You know, my, I suffered through uh, a divorce and I suffered through being cheated on in my first marriage. And, um, and I, and I've learned that marriage is not a simple thing. Mm -hmm. Marriage is a complicated thing regardless of what type of marriage you choose, <laughs> you know, and it, and it has plenty of pitfalls. And I kept thinking to myself, okay, marriage is hard enough anyway. Yeah. Why would you do this? Why would you introduce more facets mm-hmm. that make it more complicated mm-hmm. and more difficult, totally. you know, and you're, and you would, you're doing this voluntarily. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my initial reaction, of course, was, was a negative one. I mean, uh, yeah. you think of all the things that, that could go wrong. I mean, what if one person is having uh, a relationship twice a week with, some, with other people and the other person is, is only being able to do this twice a year? Mm-hmm. You know, would not that cause some difficulties, you know? Yeah. Or the comparison of one person to another person all the time, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, that has, would have to be difficult. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I remember when I was a teenager hearing that then the, the divorce rate, rate in this country was about 50%. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, you know... Uh, today, um, well over 55 years later, it's still about there, you know? Mm-hmm. So marriage is uh, not a guarantee even when it's monogamous. Yeah. You know, and, and every, every pitfall I can think of in any style of marriage yeah. is also a pitfall in a monogamous relationship. Yeah. And monogamous relationships have to constantly be worked on. Mm-hmm. and talked about mm-hmm. and discussed. Yeah. And it has to be open. It cannot be a type of discussion where one or both persons get very angry and turn off, you know? Yeah. It, it just has to be true communication. Yeah. And um, 
as long as there's true communication I and and both of you are doing something you want then I who am I to judge mm-hmm. who am I to judge I know I love you and I I love Mike and that's all that matters as long as you're good to us and we're good to you what else can a parent ask for <laughs> yeah and you know that's actually a really good point um what you said about the what did you say like the pitfalls or the things that can be hard in relationships are the same whether you're a monogamous or not mm-hmm. and that's the thing that's like the big thing that i think most people don't realize or they like like it'll be like oh well what happens if you like somebody more than than your current partner well in most monogamous marriages that end in in cheating or divorce it's because they found somebody else they like better so monogamy isn't the reason that like people you know what i mean it like Mm -hmm. it still happens whether you're monogamous or not and actually i think it happens more often when you are monogamous because you have to choose whereas when you're not monogamous then you you don't have to choose so you're not you don't really think about that as much do i like this person more or not because it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you like them more or not because you don't have to choose you get to have them both and and so i think yeah, it's like all of the same things that people always say, well, well, what if this happens? Well, what if that happens? That could, it's like all of those scenarios could still happen even if we were monogamous. So I don't know. So I think that's like a really, a really good point that you make, Dad, because I, I, I think a lot of people don't realize that, you know? Um, so yeah, I love that you, I love that you said that. Yeah, I think... I think, you know, a lot of marriages end in divorce because somebody's not getting what they want in that relationship and the communication's not strong enough, so they're not, yeah. you know, properly voicing that to their significant other, so they look for it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, like, you know, that's a communication aspect, but... Yeah. I think for us, like, we've always... I think we, we kind of settled on, like, you know, polyamory being more, like, high-risk, high-reward. So, yeah, it's... You have, like... It is a lot more complex and a lot more difficult because you're dealing with the whole second or even third or fourth relationship mm-hmm. and all of the difficulties there. And you're having to balance, you know, time and, and feelings for multiple people. Yeah. And so that's, that's way more complex and, mm-hmm. you know, it takes more of a balancing act. But at the same time, you do, get a, you do get to experience all the benefits of an additional relationship. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough, but... That's that's what we've decided that we want to do, and <laughs> yeah, I think we're willing to, to, you know, take that on. Yeah, and all of its difficulties, but all of its benefits too. Yeah, I mean, even though it may be more more complicated, I, for us, it gives us more freedom than monogamy does. And I don't know from every person I've ever talked to, everybody seems to like to have freedom. you know I don't think I've ever heard somebody say no no I don't need my freedom you can have it (laughs) yeah but it's also like but there's a whole ethical side part right it will of course so it's not like oh I do whatever I want no and of course anytime anytime we talk about it we're talking about doing it ethically 
Um, I, yeah, I think it's just like, it's interesting because it, it's just, it's just like the other side of the coin. Like to me, it's, it's no longer like, like monogamy was just so normal growing up. And like, that's all I really considered until I heard about polyamory. But I'm just like, to me now they're just like even. Yeah. Yeah. Like there I, is I no decided, right or wrong. Yeah. They, it's not like one is like more right. Mm-hmm. in my mind than another yeah to me it's like there's just two two options and based on what you want and what your partner wants and mm-hmm. discussing it and talking it out like what do you guys want to do moving forward yeah it's like now they're like on the same plane to me mm-hmm. well and and they are like that's the thing like i don't think one is better than the other you know it's just one is probably easier for certain people than others but there is there is no right or wrong in monogamy also when somebody has you know an affair with another person it's usually a make or break Mm -hmm. type of thing because you have expectations of monogamy yeah right and even if the person who's cheated on forgives the other person their scars Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and that that will always be there so yeah uh it it's just tougher that way uh in a monogamous relationship whereas if these things are discussed beforehand yeah then you know new rules apply and the damage is not as great yeah and the other thing with that too is i feel like yeah like in a monogamous relationship right if one person start to has starts to have feelings for somebody else it becomes because it's something that like you're not supposed to you're like uh oh this is bad i'm not allowed to have feelings for somebody else like all of a sudden because it's a bad thing i feel like it gets more it, it you become sort of like more fixated on it and it be, you become like hyper aware of it and hypersensitive of it whereas when having feelings for somebody else isn't a negative, sometimes then it's like not even that big of a deal. You know, it's like, oh, I'm allowed to have these feelings. And so because of that, it's like, oh, well, then let me explore this a little bit. And oh, you know what? I'm really not that into you. So whatever. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? It's like. Yeah, I think you just, I think you just hype it up in your head a little bit more. Cause yeah. You're experiencing these new feelings that you, you know, think maybe you shouldn't have. Yeah. And, and so oftentimes it's like, it's, it's not like a make or break situation, you know, it could be like, oh, I'm, I have feelings for this person. Cool. Let me explore them a little bit. And, oh, you know what? I actually don't like this person as much as I thought I did. So, okay, that's done. Whatever. Whereas in when you are monogamous and that's considered wrong, it's like, it's like you almost have to make a point to be like, no, I have to stay away from this person or I can't even let myself go there because I don't know what could happen if I do, you know? And it almost like makes it like higher stakes in a way because it's like forbidden or like not allowed or like whatever, Yeah. you know? Yeah. I don't know if I said that very well. No, but. you did. Yeah. <laughs> I got what you're saying. Um, okay. So let's kind of go back. So, um, yeah, so dad was dad's initial thoughts were uh this is weird. I don't think it's a good thing. And mom's initial thoughts were this is also weird. I don't know how this is going to play out. So you were both pretty skeptical. Yeah. 
Yeah, is I that guess. fair to say? I think my Concerned. initial thought was, yeah, marriage is difficult enough. Why are you complicating it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Fair, yeah, that's totally fair. But I have to say too, the more we saw you working on what carving out what that relationship looked like for mm-hmm. you as partners, sharing, opening mm-hmm. up, and sharing with others, and learning more about the ethical side of it and and the the honesty that goes with it. Yeah. Um, that was kind of mind-blowing and new and novel mm-hmm. and made good sense. Yeah. And you guys were following that model yeah. in, in in making up your how how it was going to be for you two. So that that eased my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sort of like seeing us because you you guys were able to see us sort of like work through things exactly yeah and and kind of you saw how our relationship didn't really change necessarily or it didn't like decline in any sort of way right, right? like it right. seemed um i i mean i'm assuming to you it seemed like our relationship was still strong you know and True. and like nothing really changed in our relationship too much right Right. Like from your perspective, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. And also, you know, in history, there's been all kinds of different kinds of marriages. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a time when men had multiple wives. Mm-hmm. There was a time where marriages were arranged. Yeah, it was a family business. <laughs> it wasn't a romantic thing, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially in Europe with royalty, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, you know, there are many different models of marriage. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, they all have their pitfalls, but mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean they can't also work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, marriage didn't used to always be for love. You didn't always marry the person that you loved or you felt like was your best friend or, you know, and so that that's a relatively new concept when you look at, like, just the history mm-hmm. of marriage in general. <laughs> marrying for love is a very new thing. Um, yeah, my parents were had an arranged marriage. Yeah. And it worked for them. So, mm-hmm. you know, different models can work. Yeah. Yeah, I th- and I think kind of like at the end of the day, it any model can work mm-hmm. as long as you are honest with each other and you communicate really well and you under and everyone's on the same page about like their boundaries you know and like those are like the three key things it really seems like to make any and it's not just even marriage work it's to make any kind of relationship work right like like when you think about like a working relationship like uh, when you have like a boss and co-workers right it's it's very clear like what the boundaries of this relationship are you know it's it's work um and you know that you need to perform certain job duties and then um you have to communicate to make sure the job gets done you know and you have to be honest right so it's like all three of those things they're really just like foundational for any kind of relationship and friendships Mm -hmm. too you know so I really I think you can make any kind of relationship style work as long as you have those three things. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the bottom line is, do you love each other? Yeah. Regardless of what the relationship is like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there genuine love and affection? Yeah. In the, in the relationship? Yeah. Yeah, that'll smooth out a lot of the bumps. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I guess you don't even really have to have love in a relationship to make it work. I mean, that's not just like I mean, a of course, for like a business. Yeah, right. Partnership. It's more like like respect. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Obviously like when we're talking about marriage and stuff. Yeah, I guess the key the key component there would be love. Um Okay, so So then you guys were a little skeptical. Um, but then finding, just sort of seeing us together and seeing us work through everything made you, you know, less skeptical and you kind of thought like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe this will work for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So then what about, what about when I told you that I was like dating again? Then what were your thoughts? Because it, it had been pretty hypothetical to a certain point, you know, it was like, we, we talked about it. We talked what it would be like, but like we, neither one of us was dating anybody yet. So then. Yeah. it was like the first year, year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So then what were your thoughts? Like once we, once I started dating. Well, again, it was weird. Uh, (laughs) I think Um, that's always the, the initial answer. Well, it was weird. Yeah. Yeah, It became real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just kind of waiting to see how it was all going to play out, mm-hmm. you know, and learning. We were learning yeah. from you guys. It's like, how's the reality going to match the yeah. theoretical? Yeah. Well, sometimes, and I've, I've thought about, this is a, a lot what, a parents must feel when they first find out that their child is uh, homosexual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it, initially there's that shock. I mean, yeah. most parents, most parents have a lot of clues before it happens. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. And most there's parents sense. aren't aren't completely totally. surprised. Yeah. There, there. I'm sure there are some that was a complete surprise, but totally. I think most parents, you know. Yeah. Have. S- have some inkling uh-huh. that this is coming, all yeah. right? But still, you there's that initial, you know, reaction of oh my gosh, you know, uh-huh. this is this is for real, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and there's got to be an adjustment, yeah. And then at the end of that adjustment, a parent will either say I can't do this and mm-hmm. divorce themselves from their children, or they come to the realization that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, I love my child irregardless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think those are the two options that you come to, you know. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, no matter how shocking it is, you know, you yeah. accept it as long as you see there's a, a genuine a genuine thought and 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 uh, uh, predication there that, that, that this happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's like... Like, a lot of people will will call it, like, coming out, you know? It's just like how someone, you know, who realizes they're they're gay, they come out, you know? It's kind of the same thing. 
Um, and I feel like that's that is starting to get talked about more of like coming out as polyamorous. Um, because I mean, it's the same. It is the same kind of process. It's first having to figure out for yourself and then having to like tell people and you don't know what the outcome is going to be, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it's it, so it is very much the same as like when someone comes out to their parents about being gay. Um it is the same kind of process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and when whenever you have an alternative lifestyle, mm-hmm. as a parent, you just know that life is going to be tougher for you. For, for their child, you know, and you kind of worry mm-hmm. about that. And, and that was part of it too. Um, mm-hmm. Just the, the, the difficulties that you might face, mm-hmm. the discrimination, you yeah. know, um, because you're not following the norm path, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We don't fit into the little box. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's, I think deciding to be polyamorous and then telling friends and family is it's along the same lines as coming out as being homosexual, but yeah, there's definitely a lot more stigma and history and religious undertones to homosexuality. Yeah, it's polyamory. Yeah. Like there's a lot. Yeah, a lot more there. There's more stigma there. I'd say definitely. So it's yeah, it's similar, but yeah, yeah I think there's quite a bit of difference too at the same time. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's similar, but it's also different. Yeah. But yeah, I just want to point out, like, you know, it's not, to me, it's not exactly the same. It's, it's not. True. There, it's there's, there's it's not exactly the same. No. But it's still, like, the same process. Some of the yeah. challenges. Yeah, yeah, you're choosing similar. to do something out of the norm where you'd be yeah. judged, stereotyped. Well, and that's a whole, I feel like that's a whole other conversation is, is polyamory a choice or is it, is it something that's, like, I don't know. That's like a whole nother topic. Um, oh, I think it's a choice. But that's, but some people would very much disagree with that. Um, but clearly I that's I another, another, across that yet, so another yeah, topic for another day. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm curious enough. Yeah, I've never, yeah. I've never heard of that argument. Well, you've made it yeah. a choice, but I, just to, what you're saying is that it's inherent. It could be inherent in people. Yeah. Maybe people that have multiple partners or something like that, that, that's like their genetic. Well, I mean, if we're really, if we're going to get into that a little bit, um, I mean, there's, there's a whole book about it. It looks like I'm going to have to give you another book, mom. I guess so. <laughs> um, but it's called Sex at Dawn. And it talks about, it looks at early, like the early humans and like when we were hunter gatherers before um, before farming was a thing, you know, so we were just like in tribes as hunter gatherers, all of the evidence points to, there was no monogamy. Monogamy was not a thing. It didn't make sense to be monogamous because hunter gatherers, right? They shared everything. You shared all of your resources. One person, you know, finds all the berries, brings them back. Great. You share everything. It was, you would get excommunicated from the tribe if you hoarded because that was bad for everyone. Right. And so like everything, everything was shared, food, shelter, like all of the necessities. And also same with sex and same with partners. 
it didn't matter. You know, the, like, who, who had sex with who or who was the father. You know, like, that didn't matter and wasn't important because, again, it was sharing. It was, oh, okay, these three women all have, have children, so the entire tribe takes care of the children, whether it's your child or not. It doesn't matter, you know? Um, and so this book gets into lots of details about also um, the genetic makeup and also the, like, the, the anatomy of our bodies and the anatomy of other uh, primates. And certain there's only, like, one other um, primate group that is actually monogamous. All other primates are not they have multiple partners they have different kinds of structures but like so when you look at like there's like 10 different kinds of primates including humans and if you consider humans to be monogamous which I mean when you really look at it are we really um because because of all of the cheating and all of the like multiple partners like it and looking at the anatomy it's it gets really into it and we don't need to talk about all of that but basically it's showing that based on the the anatomy of our bodies and based on just our social structures it doesn't make sense we we weren't made to be monogamous that's essentially what this book is saying we weren't made to be monogamous so you can definitely argue that monogamy is not inherently what we all want, right? If we didn't see the movies about showing like the, the love stories with the happy, happily ever after, right? If from the very beginning, if we were shown these are all the different kinds of relationships you're allowed to have, right? And so we didn't get all this like societal programming that monogamy is correct, then which one would we have chosen? Which one was the inherent one? If we had had a choice from the very beginning and weren't pushed to be monogamous over anything else, would we still choose monogamy? So that's what it means about saying, is monogamy inherent? So is saying, oh, I'm polyamorous, is that a choice? Or is that already an inherent thing that once we take away all the layers of societal programming is that the baseline polyamory or monogamy very interesting yeah boom i know that's kind of like a <laughs> yeah it's yes it's a very yeah thought-provoking when did our little girl yeah. become so intelligent what <laughs> are you saying i have not always been intelligent <laughs> She's what happened to that little brat that used to run around? <laughs> <laughs> She's just running circles mean, around you right yeah. now. I think you mean, when did I become such a ph- philosophizer? Yes, yeah. That, yeah. that's exactly right. Because I've always been intelligent. <laughs> yes, this is true. And that's like next level. I know, I know. Both of your faces after that, you were like, whoa. Even your face, you were like, oh shit. Maybe you should read the book. Oh, no, I mean, I've always been fascinated by what well, we've what talked you told about it a little about. bit yeah. more, but yeah. Yeah, I guess I never... Just drop a knowledge bomb on everybody. I never, like, <laughs> down to that level, though. But yeah, like, that's... So, I think maybe once we finish reading this book, I haven't even fully finished. Boom. Knowledge bomb dropped. <laughs> but the conversation is clearly not over. Um, 
So, yeah, I mean, Mike and I had a ton of fun having this conversation with my parents. Um, and we get into a lot of topics that we weren't really planning on getting into. Um, but it was so great. So the rest of this conversation will air next week. Don't worry. Um, and we talk more about, you know, we get into my parents' thoughts around um, everything I just explained that was in the book Sex at Dawn and, you know, our thoughts and and Mike's thoughts. So we, we go much further into this conversation. So you'll definitely want to stick around for the rest of it next week. Um, but yeah, that's it for this week. Um, I hope you enjoy and are looking forward to, you know, hearing the rest of this conversation next week. 